Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Just Two Dads with my co-host, Mr. Sean Francis. I am Brian Altunian. And uh, today I'm excited to have we have another return guest, just like we did last week. Um, our guest is uh, is running an organization and they are up to doing some amazing things. We're going to get an update on Yes, I Can Unity Through Music and Education from our guest, Brett Lieberman, today. Um, so uh, hang with us. They've got a phenomenal event going on in Southern California coming up in November. We're going to be talking about that today. So hang with us. It'll be an exciting. By the way, he's live and in his classroom right now with a bunch of students. So uh, anything goes today. We're going to see how it goes. So hang on for another episode of Just Two Dads. Welcome back, everybody, to episode number I believe is number 144. Our numbering system is it's, we've gotten so many episodes going on, Brett, that now it's kind of out of our uh, out of our control. We don't know how many actually we've, we've done. Sean and I started this about three years ago with the idea that we would just have a conversation about those people who are doing some amazing things in the special needs community. We've had the benefit of talking to a number of really amazing individuals such as yourself. You were on episode number 29 back in March of 2021, the very first time that we met you. Um, so we're excited to be talking to you today, get an update on what's happening and this massive event that we've got going on in November. But before we do that, I want to thank everybody who's catching us live on Facebook or after the fact on our YouTube channel at uh, Just Two Dads. Or if you're catching us on podcast outlets, thanks for letting let this be part of your listening day today. Same with our folks down at the U.S. Virgin Islands, WSTX AM Radio. Thanks for letting us uh, invade on your on your listening pleasure uh, today. If you want to reach out to us, uh, have a comment for our guest, or just want to send us a note, uh, please send us an email at wearejusttwodads at gmail.com. That's all one word, word. We are just two dads at gmail.com. And um, I think we're going to jump into, uh, just jump right into it. Thank you, everybody, for hanging, hanging there. I'm glad, Joe, that you're on our, our podcast today. This is going to be great. Um, so I'm going to throw it over to to Sean Francis to say hello and uh, and get us kicked off and then just jump into it here with, with Brett. So hang with us, Brett. Hey, Sean, how are you, buddy? I am doing great today. Um, blessed and thankful for the platform and to see Brett here again. It's nice to know, you know, when we begin to build something and have people that you build a relationship with and have them return to the show, um, we usually get into a little bit of the, the origin of the hero, the people that are on here. We see them as heroes. We've gone through that learn a bit about how Brett got his superpowers. What we really want to get into is um, what you've got going on now um, and what has taken place and transpired since your last visit with us, because um, you guys were doing classes and sessions all live in person. By the time we met, everything was virtual at that point. And uh, we've since transitioned back into whatever normal is. And at the same time, you guys have done some amazing things in the process and um, have a fantastic uh, event that's coming up as well. So we'd like to hear about all those things, if you will. Sure. Thank you for having me, uh, Sean and Brian, first of all. Um, yeah. So I think when we first met, we were most definitely in the, the thick of COVID. Uh, everything shifted and uh, pivoted to online. Uh, it's really funny because moving forward, when we talk about like what is normal, there is no normal now. Like what we right. went through is kind of still normal and kind of we're like, oh, COVID's in the back burner and it's really not like school, get the kids together and everyone's got COVID now. So we're kind of in the same same uh, place. 
uh, lots of progress since uh, the last time we met. I believe we were just facilitating our relationship with 1500 Sound Academy. Uh, since we met, uh, we have about five or six students that have graduated and gone on to find careers in entertainment um, from 1500. We, of course, teach the career skills, and then they teach those technical skills of sound recording, producing, beat making, and just kind of the business sense of the entertainment industry uh, and music side. So we have one individual that is uh, going on his first uh, tour. Uh, he will be uh, hitting Amsterdam on his first stop. Uh, so 22 going on a European uh, tour with- Amazing. Uh, yeah, so um, that's Logan Shepard. He's an amazing drummer and he, he just, you know, fine tuned those chops. So with the career skills and those technical skills, now he's going on tour. We have another individual um, that uh, has gone on to work at Remo. Uh, one at SCV TV. So uh, we're really finding job placement opportunities after providing them with all the skills that they need. Um, on and, top and of Brett, oh, Brian. Let me ask you this, just just, just for folks, and in, in case they hadn't caught our first episode, by the way, episode 29, if you want to go back. Um, but, uh, but just re remind folks, Tell me the, the curriculum. How long is it? What's sort of the age range of the students that you have? And, and you just started to mention skills, you know, uh, not only skills for the job, but also career skills, business skills. Sure. No, absolutely. Of that too. So as I'm the executive director of, of Yes, I Can Unity through music and education. We're a local nonprofit here in Santa Clarita. Um, Kirsten Fitzpatrick, my deputy director and partner in crime. Uh, what we realized was that we wanted to make sure that we were uh, offering services to individuals once they graduate high school. And um, the big thing that we wanted to make sure was that our services were free uh, to families and to our students. So at the time, I think when I was on the podcast initially, we were also starting our relationship with College of the Canyons. Uh, we have several of our staff members that are professors at College of the Canyons. Um, we have blended our curriculum so students uh, can be in our program for up to a year or two years, however long they really want to stay with us. Uh, the first year we cover uh, the top 10 21st century career skills that you would need in order to be successful uh, once you graduate high school or you're entering into the workforce. So we cover collaboration, communication, digital fluency, social diversity, awareness, resilience, entrepreneurial mindset, all the skills that you just need to problem solving to be successful. And then in the next year, we dig a little bit deeper into customer service, job shadowing, LinkedIn for business, um, time management, all of those next level executive functioning skills. And at the same time, we also have partners in various different fields of entertainment. Um, we have Teen Tank that works with our students on script writing, storytelling, um, animation, video game design. 1500 Sound Academy is another one of our partners. And like I mentioned, they're covering the gamut of what you need in order to be successful in the music industry. If that means performing or being behind the scenes and doing that producer role or whatever you wherever you fit um and we just recently uh, got three of our students contracts and jobs with paramount studios 
supplying music for placement and film TV, radio spots, video game spots. Obviously, uh, Paramount is part of a big, huge conglomerate, the MTV, uh, you know, everywhere. Yep. So uh, where music yeah. is needed to be placed, those students are, um, are drafting in and turning in music. So uh, for Brilliant. students just been sitting on tons of music and not releasing it, uh, they've got a pretty great contract and are making great money uh, just, wow. you know, s sending in the their music. And uh, the three students were handpicked and selected based on the music that they make. So one is very uh, ambient sounds and background stuff that you would see maybe in a horror movie. We have one that's doing uh, hip hop and then one who's just completely classical music trained and that music's being placed as well. So, so that's great. That's yeah. great. I got a, 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 a couple of quick questions and I'm trying to temper them because I try to ask them all at once. The first one you may not know the answer to, uh, and this is just from the, um, from a music and entertainment enthusiast, enthusiast and my own experience um, point of view, those students that sign those deals for their music to appear in film, do they and do you know if by chance they happen to um um do they get publishing? Do they have do yes, they own the yes. publishing? Yes. yes, they don't. They don't. They get. It's, they a, get very, it's a very it's a weird split, split on publishing, publishing, but they do uh, keep their writers' share of of publishing. So they do get a, a nice hefty amount of money to submit the music, and then once it's placed, they will of course be uh, compensated from ASCAP, BMI once residual once it's placed. Okay. Question was, um, for instance, how does one, because I, I didn't think to ask you this last time, how does one go about enrolling? <clears throat> and let's say just from a selfish standpoint, my son is 17. He's a senior. He's on the spectrum. He's not nonverbal, um, but there may be limitations on how he's expressing emotion, things of that sort. He likes music, doesn't play an instrument, whatever. Have you. How if, if one were at least curious as to, I wonder if my child would be a fit for that program. How do you figure that out? Typically in, in schools, uh, entertainment schools, where it's in the neurotypical world, there's an audition, submission of material or something like that. How would one in a situation as ours approach the prospect of being one of your students? Great question. So we are a vendor of uh, the regional center and we're in a few different regional centers in different areas. Um, on top of that, if you are in the regional center and you're in the self-determination program, you can apply to have us, uh, our services. Um, I would recommend, while uh, sometimes people feel like regional center services are not so needed in high school, well, that's because you have an IEP and it drives everything. Once you get out of high school, that IEP almost becomes obsolete. You'll take it to the college and you'll get some accommodations, but that's when the supports truly end. Um, so I would recommend anyone in 10th grade, 11th grade, they start applying for the Regional Center Services, Department of Rehabilitation Services. Um, regional Center sometimes is a little more difficult. DOR, if you have a heartbeat and a disability, you're good to go. Uh, but with Regional Center, it can take a, a little time. So my advice is make sure you're locked in with the regional center. And once you are, you have those services for your entire adult life. Uh, and that could be anything, career training, whatever 
that's needed. And Brilliant. by doing it that way, um, our program, Yes, I Can, is 100% free to those families and to those individuals. The regional center does pick up the tab. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Did you have another question, John? We're having a little echo issue with, with Sean, so we're, we're muting, I'm muting and I'm muting here for a second. No, I'm good. That Those are the things that just jumped out at me. And I know there's somebody, whether they're listening live or after the fact on the YouTube channel or the platforms, wherever you get podcasts, that is going to be listening. And we'll have that question. For sure. No, for thank sure. you. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I, so I love that. It's a great program. We've had some speakers uh, that we've recommended, some producers and folks to talk. So you're 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 still having guest speakers come in and talk to the students about- 100%. We're like on 200 something as far as guest speakers. I, I think you, know, you inspired us at the same time. Uh, COVID, we realized like, everyone's staying at home, everyone's accessible. Whereas before they were driving, going and having, you know, executive meetings or recording or in the studio. And at that right. time, it was just perfect to find people to go, hey, all you have to do is turn on uh, your computer, laptop, zoom it, and we're good to go. So we have been blessed with amazing guest speakers. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we bring in guest speakers and it's all walks of life. Um, you know, like Sean mentioned, maybe uh, your son or your daughter struggles with one thing, but they're gifted in something else. We like to really play into those gifts and then bring in a guest speaker. If indeed somebody's interested in fully mixing or someone wants to do background uh, layout artists for animation, we bring in those guest speakers from Pixar or Disney and allow the students to A, have a Q&A with them so they can realize what it is like to actually do that job. Uh, sometimes you have an idea of, oh, I wanna do this job, and then you don't really know what it looks like in real time. Having somebody who shares their career roadmap and how they got there uh, is fantastic because you can try to follow and emulate that roadmap. Everyone takes their own different roads to get to where they need to go to. But I believe you can learn something from anyone who's successful and how they got there. Excellent. Amazing. I've got Amazing. two people. I've got two people that just came to mind too, um, that have had uh, some success. Um, and anyway, we'll, we'll talk after. Yeah. yeah I literally yeah. grabbed my my pen to because I've got some yeah. more names for. And I think for you know uh, we had we had both of you gentlemen as guest speakers and in, in you know phenomenal and. Um, one of Brian's, you know, connects was talking uh, to our students and it was just amazing when we're telling them, hey, you want to go into PA work or, you know, start at the bottom and work your way up to have a guest speaker who started there and then, you know, is now executive director of Amazing Race or, you know, or executive producer, I'm sorry, of, uh, of Amazing Race. It just shows that you can't skip, you can't skip steps. You got to work your way up and uh, there's proof that you can rise to where you want to go to. But even behind the scenes, obviously, um, the entertainment industry, there's a lot of great money to be made there. You know, it's so funny because that producer you're talking about, <laughs> I'm actually we're actually shooting a uh, shooting something this weekend. We may have a conversation because if somebody's looking for a PA opportunity this weekend, we actually may have. We have a good chance to I got, do that. I got, I got hands. 
Okay, good. Okay, good. And we've got others. And so what I love also is that, is it there's there's the there's the music focus, there's the you know production focus. Is it's a combination, and a lot of those skills are transferable. Certain skills obviously are are specific, but the back end, the business skills, the career skills, again, you said some of the some of the sort of a diversity awareness skills. How do you how you work with other with other folks in a group setting? Those are all skills that you know we all of our children should have as they transition from school into a career path. So, yeah, you know, I'm, it's I'm funny you mentioned that. that. Like we had one student who graduated with honors out of USC at a music school. She obviously extremely talented, but came out and said, like, I don't necessarily have friends. I didn't make relationships. I didn't network. I just grinded and did what I had to do to get the degree. Um, but yes, I, I feel like 21st century skills need to be taught because obviously getting a degree, you can jump through the hoops and you're resilient, but there's lots of other skills that you need uh, when you take the next step to a career. Beautiful, beautiful. And so um, that's awesome. And the fact that you've started to you started to mention some placements and then I interrupted you. Did, were there other people that you wanted to talk about? I do want to talk no, about the karma. I mean, we just have placements in so many different fields. Like uh, one individual that just comes to mind is is uh, a student, Jake, a young man who wanted to be a, a fireman, went through the training and just couldn't pass that physical uh, test. But great spirit, very mature. Um, we contacted a LA North Studios. They are a big soundstage where movies are filmed. Um, and we introduced them to this student and they're like, man, he just, he's great. Let's, let's give it a shot and let's do a six month internship and see how it goes. And at six, before six months, they called us and said, we just want to hire him. Like he's by far the best worker. Everyone loves him. He comes to work excited. Uh, he adds value. It's not like, you know, at first they thought they were doing us the favor, but then they realized that we just brightened up their entire team. Um, so when he actually did sign his contract uh, to be an assistant stage manager, the entire team was there. All of his coworkers, they were all so proud. It was almost like a, signing a college contract or a, an MBA contract, you know, uh, they treated it like that. So tons of tons of success stories. And that kind of leads us to uh, what we're currently working on with uh, the Good Karma Music Festival. So yeah. in the past, uh, we worked with um, a lot of high school students. And the idea initially was there were 12 students that were being bullied and they thought, hey, if we produced a, a cool event, the kids at school would accept us and come to the event and see us in a different light versus us just being special. So it started off very small, you know, just getting a, a band, a stage, a DJ. And as the years progressed, so did the level of production to where we were bringing in Modest Yahoo, Dirty Head, Stick Figure, Iration, uh, DJ Z Trip, uh, Charlie Tuna amazing artists that you pay top dollar to go see in any amphitheater or arena. Um, and what we found was we allowed our students to work side by side with music production companies, some of the best. And once they were working closely with those companies at the end of the show, they would say like, hey, kid, do you want a job? And they were still in high school. 
So they couldn't take advantage of that. So Kirsten kind of came to me and said, like, what you're doing is amazing. Let's tap into college age individuals with disabilities. So when they do get offered that job, they can say, yes, I want that job. Um, and there's an 85% unemployment rate for individuals with disabilities. So that's really yeah. where our training yeah. comes into play. And we have to change that uh, that statistic, that's for sure. So, so uh, to uh, good and we are producing it November 4th in Santa Clarita at the skate park. Uh, we have Diamond Supply uh, Company, which will be bringing out professional skaters uh, to the skate park and, and doing a demo and giving out free gear. Um, and they're kind of one of the biggest in the skateboarding uh, industry. Uh, we have a huge, huge SL320 stage. Uh, we have ATK, PRG. We have just the best in sound lighting staging. We will be releasing our artist lineup. Uh, looks like next week. Um, Beautiful. So that will be coming out. Um, I can't give out any teasers, but I will say uh, Santa Clarita will be rocking on November 4th. That is awesome. That is awesome. For those who don't know, Santa Clarita is in Southern California. It's where, what we say, it's where Six Flags Magic Mountain is, <laughs> for those who are looking for a landmark. Um, uh, and, and this is not the first festival, so that you have some, some history. How many, how many have you, have you done? Obviously, well, is, minus the COVID the break. Summer meltdown. I think we had about 14, uh, 14 great solid years. Um, I think largest attendance was about 7,500 people attending. Um, wow. we're, we're looking to, uh, to top that this year. Beautiful. 17,500 people. And you've got, we've got two stages, right. Of acts going yes. on. Two stages and, and a music. third stage in the skate park uh, where we'll have uh, some uh, pretty big name DJs. Amazing. 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 That is, that is, that's incredible. Sean, you Sean, got, a you've got a question. I'll be quiet. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. I was going to, and I'm sure we went over because at the top of the show, I, I, I talked about how we always talk about one's origin and, you know, how you got to where you are, where you develop your quote unquote superpowers from the things that make us who we are. And I don't know that I recall, I'm sure we went over it, but tell us, Brett, how did you, why does the special needs community mean something to you? Because most of the, most of us who are members of that community become members of the community by circumstance first, choice second, and those that do so completely by choice or feel that the choice is brought to them. In other words, they don't have a family member that has a diagnosis or is um, elderly or something like that. They just completely step forth into it. You know, it's one of those two things. It's usually more the former than the latter. At least I think so. Tell us about your path. So my, both of my parents uh, worked in special education um, my father worked in special education his entire life from being a principal to, you know, different administrations to opening schools. So I was always, um, always going out to the schools and he always treated everyone with respect. It didn't matter. Um, and then I was pursuing, I was pursuing when I was doing my education, I wanted to go into the music industry. Uh, right when I was about to graduate, Napster happened and it kind of rocked the music industry a little bit. And I felt education, if I went that path, would be a little more secure of, uh, of a job. 
but I told my father, I'm like, I really miss the music in the creating and, and, and doing that. My dad, you know, wise words said, why don't you mix your loves, mix your passions. And, um, ironically that's exactly what i've i've done you know there's that thin line and i jump over it uh constantly uh but it's brought lots of success my first job in special education was an assistant in a classroom um at the time there was a girl that just went through assistance literally every week she was that severe and that hands-on i believe my first day she threw up on me and bit me and oh my gosh I, I went home, I took a shower, and I was like, man, I don't know if I could do day two. And then I said, you know what? I got to do it. Like, I don't want to be on that list of people who last a week. And I just kept going. And I was able to build that relationship. And um, I, I from there, I realized I got patience. I've got the heart, you know, go all in. And uh, the rest is history. Wow. Thank you so much for all you do. That's all I can say. Yeah. 20, 20 years now. I just hit the 20 year mark on, uh, wow. on teaching. So. <laughs> so, so just going back to, to, to this, that's phenomenal. And, and again, for those of us who are parents, um, <laughs> grateful that folks like you take this commitment and are, are doing such amazing things. And, and, and this is, I mean, Listen, every program is is special and as incredible for the services they provide. What you're providing is, you know, some say, you know, you can take a, a horse to water. You still have to teach them how to drink. You're teaching these kids how to provide for themselves and build a career that may have been shut out to them for a variety of reasons. Some self-imposed um, and you're you're opening the world to uh, to what they're doing and to, to what's possible and their exposure to opportunities that many people just dream about. And the great thing is being located in Southern California, you've got access to a lot of professionals and folks that that's a destination that a lot of people want to come and, and be a part of what you're doing. We talked about this. I think we joked about this a couple of years ago about expanding um, what the program was beyond Southern California. Are there plans to do that? Is that in the works or, or what? I think so. You know, I think it's, it's, it's really baby steps. Uh, we've had such amazing growth, even just in, in three years since we really, you know, um, focused in on the college age range students. Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't say no to anything. Like there's obviously people who need, uh, who need our services, people who, who need faith in, in the fact that they can do whatever they want to do. Um, there's nothing worse than hearing somebody say, oh, my teacher said, I'll never do this. Right. Or, like, that's the job you want. Good luck to you. Um, yeah. Uh, like, obviously, I'm not going to play basketball ever, right? I'm not going to be a player. <laughs> Professionally, anyways. If indeed that's what I absolutely loved, I would say, like, what else could you do in that realm of basketball where you're still part of that world? And that goes sure. for animation and it goes for, uh, you know, the movies. One student was talking about uh, just collecting all of the data for all the props that are used in movies at Universal. Um, that's a job, right? And so you, you just kind of have to think outside of the box. How can you still be part of this industry if it's movies you want to be in 
you, you necessarily don't have to be a Spielberg and you don't have to be a Leonardo DiCaprio. There's lots of jobs in between those two huge names. And without all of those people doing the behind the scenes, uh, there's no movie. Correct. Correct. It's, everybody starts in, in some in some location. Um, so first of all, I love that. And, and again, full disclosure, um, I love what you're doing and I love this program. And um, I sit on the board of 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 this amazing organization now as well. Um, it's a pleasure to be associated with the, the work that you're doing. I'm in, embarrassed to say I'm probably not doing enough, Brett. I want to be doing I want to be doing more. And that probably just, you know, I just signed some commitment there virtually. Uh, <laughs> but but I have a I have a number of people. I, I, again, I've added to the list of folks for us to have as guest speakers. Um, and and just want to go back to the event just for a second. I want I'm going to put it up here on my on my it used to be called the summer meltdown. We moved it to November. Um, it's November 4th. It's now called the Good Karma Festival. Uh, people can find it at Good Karma Fest. Dot com. That's G-O-O-D-K-A-R-M-A-F-E-S-T, goodkarmafest.com. Um, we're expecting last year was 17,500 attendees, hopefully uh, going to have more than that. And I'm, and I'm assuming it, it's a full festival. It's food. It's, it's, it's entertainment. Yeah. It's, we have and, gourmet and, food trucks, skate demo. Uh, there's a beer garden. There's everything that you need um, if you were to attend an event. The only thing is, when you come to this one, uh, you are extremely appreciated a little bit more. You know, like the students seeing that many people come and support what they're doing um, takes it to the next level. Because you have to really think, some of these individuals have birthday parties and nobody shows up, right? Like I've heard that echoed from several. So when you see thousands of people coming to something that you've created, it, it changes you. And they're in and, the beginning state. They, they, they see the entire thing from permits to names, to logos, to merchandise, to contracts, excellent. To, to bids, uh, to problem solving, to doing security, to fencing, to porta potties, to what generators you need in order to have uh, all that power uh, lighting, it's an immense amount of uh, real life skills. And I think yeah. when you're part of building something that large, you take a lot with you. Obviously, the self-esteem goes through the roof, but you really do say, oh, my God, I'm I'm a part of something and I help build that. Beautiful. And I was going to say, that's one thing I wanted to, to point out uh, is that the students are putting the festival on. The students have been involved in every aspect, as you just as you just laid out. They, they are doing, and it's and they are putting this on. This is not just you know they're watching some professionals do it. They are the professionals doing. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. And it's something that they can add to the resume. The bottom line is everyone wants some experience, some job, and if without that experience, you can't even get your foot in the door to even get an interview. This allows you to show that you've been working on something for an entire year and gives them something in an interview to proudly talk about. I love it. I love it. And I, I love the people who are who are uh, commenting or, you know, liking, loving what we're doing currently. Uh, and I'm just going to say there are a couple people on here. Um, I don't know if you can see them, Brett, but uh, they are uh, 
I can see a producer and I can see a marketing, uh, a marketing person on here as well. A lot of design people. So we're going to, I think we're going to, we're going to look at opening that up opportunity. What I was going to ask you about the festival and Sean, we just put it up on the screen, goodkarmafest.com is what do you need now? It's coming up in November. So that's only a couple of months away. Um, there are you, you're going to post the, the lineup of the acts and, and you've, You've already mentioned some in the past that are some well-known names that have that have appeared here. Um, what else do you need? Are are you looking for sponsorships? Can you talk about there's a there's a ticket price? Do people go online to Good Karma Fest and buy tickets? Talk yes. About so buying buying tickets absolutely is is an amazing thing. But yeah, sponsorships, um, more sponsorships that come through, the bigger the festival can be, uh, the larger artists we can still bring in. Uh, on the event, uh, we're signing contracts, so we, we're definitely looking for more artists, uh, sponsorships, 100% on the sponsorships, um, and I, we can, I don't know what's best how to share a deck uh, with, with guests, but I guess if indeed they reach out to you, you can uh, pass yeah. that along my way. Brian, were you able to get the, uh, the little teaser? You know what, I was just going to, I was just going to say, I, we haven't done it before, Brett, but I think we're going to try to let me just take this off the screen here as well. I think I'm going to try to do this, Sean, if we're OK with doing this. I'm going to try to play a video that I don't know if it's going to work, Brett. So we've never done it live. We probably should have tested this one time before. But you know what the hell is? It's, it's only it's only a minute and a half. So let me see if I can do it like this. Um, where's my picture in a picture? Uh, so let me do that. Picture in picture layout. Hmm. All right. Not, let me do that. Let me try one more thing here. If I go that route, shift F6. Um, it's not letting me lay it. It's not letting me do a layout. Maybe I had to do it ahead of time. Shoot. On my end, it shows I can present. Should I try doing that? Oh, oh. If you can present, try that. Oh, oh, I have a, yes, you're right. I have I see that button there as well. You have the present button on the bottom, Brian. Yep, yep, I see that. But but Brett, go ahead. See if you can present on your side. See if that'll work. We're doing this live, folks. So we're we're this 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 beauty of live television. There we go. Let's see. Okay. All right. You, I think it's gonna. You see it? Uh, yep. Well, there I'm gonna add it. I'm adding to the screen. Wait, let me let me add it, Sean. I got it. There we go. I think we did it. Trying. It's, trying it's loading. Load. You have that arrow button on the bottom left. There you go. Let's see if that'll work. There it is. I'm not hearing the sound. We can see it, Brett, but we can't hear it. People are getting a chance to see if you're catching this after the fact. If you're hearing our podcasts, I'm going to tell you to go to our YouTube channel and, and, and check it out. But uh, it's a beautiful video. We'll put the link to this up here as well. Sean, I'll, I'll, I'll get that link up here in just a second. Um, but you're seeing our, our, our students putting on a live event. It looks like a, 
what I'd say Bonnaroo or Coachella. It looks like a looks like a festival. So it's uh, amazing. There it is, November fourth, twenty twenty three, Santa Clarita Skate Park. All the details are there, and I'm assuming the video is up is up right on the site as well. Great, 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 great. So, all right, well, thank you. That's that was awesome. Um, there we go. Back to this. Um, so I'm going to put that up on the up on the um, up on the screen as well, so that people can actually we're going to put it in the in the notes. So people can get a, a link to that video as well. So um, that's amazing. And uh, if I can ask you, so how much are tickets for folks who are going to buy tickets? How much are we're still finalizing uh, finalizing that, but it will be an affordable ticket. Okay, good. All right. I mean, it's an all day of you know festival of food and and art and DJ and music. And I know you, so don't tell us anybody new, which I know you can't, but uh, give us some of the headliners that you've had in the past just so people get an idea. Sure. And you mentioned Modest have, Yahoo, which I love. Modest Yahoo, uh, Iration, Stick Figure, um, Dirty Heads. Uh, we've had um, Daniel Bamaba, Marley. We've had uh, Mod Sun, um, Shwayze, Cisco Adler, uh, Z Trip. Uh, catch a fire from New Zealand. Uh, we make it happen. Beautiful. It's beautiful. So I, I'm excited about, I'm excited about this. Anything else you want to add? We don't have to go our full hour. And just so again, a reminder for everybody, um, Brett's live in a classroom right now. So his students are very quiet, by the way, I think uh, they're trying, I don't know if they were doing that on purpose, but uh, that they're making noise earlier. But uh, so we're actually, Brett had a, and this is what happens in, with, with, in our lives. So Brett had a student, I mean, had a teacher that had to go to an IEP meeting. And as part of Brett's um, role as executive director of Yes, I Can Unity, he takes over classes at times. So this came at the last minute. So he's doing it live. And this happens live. It happens for our, you know, in our lives that we you know, that we, we, we do things at the last moment. The fact that your students are there and you're in class and you're allowing them to, to do work while we're on this is a testament to this is what happens when we go, uh, when we go live. So um, thank you for doing that. Um, there was a question I was going to ask you, which I don't remember now what it is. It is, is, that crazy? is that crazy. You asked about Chum, price. Chum. Yeah. Just, just price of the tickets, and we know. And again, sponsorships are on the site, goodkarmafest.com. and and you get funded by regional center. Do does does the program itself? Does Unity? Do you do you do fundraisers? Raise money? Is Good Karma Fest the fundraiser for the organization? Talk about that yes. just a little. Yes. So Good Karma Fest this year, uh, Kirsten Fitzpatrick was able to secure an amazing grant from the state, which allowed us to. Uh, do this festival to the professionalism that it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be executed and we wouldn't be able to do that without uh, grant funds. Um, if it's a successful event, there should be money that allows us to do this again next year. So a uh, lot riding on the event, but uh, I, I believe we've put in the blood, sweat and tears. It should be uh, an exceptional event. How many students do you service every year? Um, I want to say we're close to about a hundred students, a hundred students a year, free tuition for the students, for the work that these folks do. If that doesn't inspire you, 
Um, I don't know. You, I need you to go to the doctor and check your heart. Like that is it's so amazing, Brett. You take care of a hundred students. You teach them skills at no cost to the family. Um, I know, Sean, you got a question to ask. I'm just, I'm sitting here just blown away. I'll shut, hey, up, shut up, Sean. Yeah, no, I was just thinking of that. So, Brett, you've, what is, so yeah, about 100 students is what you take care of, like, right now. What is the capacity that, what is your capacity on an annual basis, number one? And then, two, do you run into situations where you don't admit students or, or have more submissions um, than you can actually handle? We make sure that a we do an interview with the student and the family and make sure that it's going to be a good fit. There is some college curriculum that's uh, you know added. We can do accommodations, but the bottom line it comes down to you have to be able to understand and get through our curriculum in order to be prepared for the job. So there are times where we do have to say it's not the right program, and we'll look for the right program for that individual. Uh, but for the most part, we are we accept a lot of the students that come our way. Uh, so students, students more staff. So you're never in a situation where you've you've taken on more than you can actually support. No, uh, we, we, uh, have we have amazing team. team. We all work together. We have counselors that support our students. We have a part a paid internship program. So we have individuals in that department. Um, we constantly uh, offer and share job opportunities, paid internship opportunities. Um, part of our nonprofit, if indeed it's an internship that's not paid, we can turn that into a paid internship. If a company uh, decides to take on one of our individuals, we can even offer to reimburse uh, the funds to that employer. So, um, it, it works out for for everyone. And like, Great. like Brian, you know, you know, so, you take them you take to the water, to water. And you drink. Uh, the bottom line is we don't say, hey, you're going to get a job. You have to apply. You have to interview. But we're going to prepare you with the skills to have a great interview. You still have to, you know, submit a resume, a cover letter. Um, jobs just don't fall on you from the sky. But if you're right. willing we'll go we'll and, go and we'll meet you we'll there. meet you there so there's a good balance between teaching people to fish and giving them the opportunity uh, rather than just giving them fish and so you know that's the biggest challenge that any parent has when there's a special needs component the dance is 10 times more precarious because your instinct and your desire is to provide all the fish for them but when they leave the nest and as we do our work in financial services when the time comes when you exist in memory only you want your children to be as independent and able to catch their fish as possible. So let me ask you this. Lastly, what about the con the 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 converse? Where is where you're in a situation where you have um, there aren't enough um, applications or, or there's a shortage of them? Do you ever have a situation like that that comes about as a result of not enough people knowing about the great work that you do? Uh, you know, we're always growing. We're always trying to get the you know the message out there on what we do. Um, we're very innovative and very different from your typical vendor. Um, we're not trying to place stocking shelves. We're not trying to do fast food placement. Not, there's nothing wrong with those jobs. But like you mentioned, Sean, when indeed parents are gone and you need to be able to buy your own house and, and live, uh, those jobs are not really cutting it. So that's where our focus 
uh, lies within the entertainment industry. Right, I'm, right. So, I'm so glad you said that because you just talked about, as you were saying it, you know, you find yourself anticipating what someone is going to say next. And I'm thinking of you going down the road of purpose and passion and a person following their passion. Like there's nothing wrong with stocking shelves. There's, not only is there nothing wrong with it, we need people to do that, stocking shelves and fast food. But you surprised me in a wonderful way when you talked about, you're talking about an industry that pays highly competitive wages. So, you know, at the end of the day, and it's funny because I think we usually will talk about who's going to take care of my child when I pass away. We need to have the right will, trust, life insurance, savings, all that kind of stuff in place. Um, do I have somebody to do that? Do we have the finances to do that? Um, what kind of job are they going to be able to do? That alone is kind of a limiting thought. And you just shot that in the butt with that statement, which is the correct way to think about it is, well, wait a minute. What is it that my child would do that is lucrative because i'll be honest i've even thought because we don't necessarily know what our son is going to do which is what can keep him busy if he finds something that keeps him busy and makes him a little happy we can try and take care of the rest in terms of making sure that there's assets and funds put aside and things like that but i'd say that you just you know if you can't see the light bulb going off you just broaden my way of thinking which is different which is no 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 what might they be able to do that's really going to pay them enough money to live comfortably? Not that there's anything wrong because the other stuff is, is, is just as important too in terms of the fulfillment and the passion. But what might they be able to do that pay, that pays a fair wage or let's dream big that's actually lucrative? That's so valuable to even think that way. And it's important. I know I'm not the only one that probably got hit over the head by that. We had a guest speaker, and and it, it speaks onto what we're talking about here. Uh, single single mom, and she had her. I think it's like she's crafty is the name of her her craft business, and uh, she has now two trucks that she runs, and she does all the productions and the sets. And she came on, and she's like, "I'll let you know, it's very hard to be a, a single mom and provide." She goes, "But the job that I have here." Like I'm providing and then some, I've purchased two homes in Santa Clarita, right? Like, and um, that just to, goes to show you, like even craft services, there's there's lots of money to be made. So yeah. if you can find what your son or daughter loves and what they're kind of gearing towards and what they're passionate about, there's a job that aligns with that passion. And that comes right back to our mantra, turning passions into paychecks. Yeah. So we we both believe so strongly in in what you're doing. Clearly, you know, join join the board and, and, and want to be involved in what you're doing. But just one of the goals that Sean and I had when we got started with this podcast is is trying to build a, you know, build a network of providers and, and folks. And we have a guest we've had on the show a, a couple of times who's an IEP attorney. And we turn her on to what you guys are doing. And her son was in your program, yeah, the Kelvin. Yes, yeah. yeah. Brandon did graduate from fifteen hundred Sound Academy, and he's still pursuing that dream. Love it, love it. So we're we are we are firm providers, uh, strong providers in what you're doing, um, and and huge fans of the work that uh, that you're doing, Brett. So I 
I love it. I know we're, we're getting close to the end of, of our hour. I just wanted to, I'm going to throw it up here on the screen one more time, just again to remind folks, go to Good Karma Fest. The festival itself is going to be live in Southern California on November 4th, 2023. Uh, but you can go to the Good Karma Fest uh, website, which we're putting up here on the screen again as well, goodkarmafest.com. If you're interested in being a sponsor or, or, or tickets, you're going to see the lineup of the performers here fairly soon. And more importantly for our friends here in Southern California, if you are in the entertainment industry, music, film, uh, and all aspects of that, the fact that you had a, a, a guest speaker come on from, who does craft service, and for those who don't know, that's where the snacks, uh, that's where the snacks come from. Um, the uh, folks who are on the set, you know, they have they have craft all of it. Some of the times going on set, the best part is hanging out with craft service, but that's a phenomenal part of the business. So if you're in the business um, and have an interest in being a speaker, in taking on interns, in looking into the program um, that that the Yik Unity folks are providing their students, please go to yikunity.org. Brett's information is there. The person who is running, Ryan, who is running Good Karma Fest, his information is there as well. If you're interested in doing that, reach out to us at, uh, at uh, wearejusttwodads at gmail.com. Let us know that there's something that we can do um, to help you get introduced to this program and this program getting introduced to you as well. Um, so uh, last comments, Brad, you have any, anything else that you want to, that you want to, no, I just want to thank you gentlemen, as always, you know, spreading the awareness and, uh, and doing what you do. Um, our services are available. They're free of cost to families. I can tell you we're all in the game of changing lives. Um, so it's, it's rather important. Uh, don't get in the, uh, the mindset of what, what, what is, you know, what is my child going to do? Uh, set high expectations, high standards, and uh, let them rise. And we've seen it. We've, we've seen people change the entire mindset. You know, when you're told you can't do something for your entire life, and then you come to a program where we, we pull that out, and it's like, maybe you can't do it yet. Let's, yeah, let's I, do it. I, I, I totally agree. We talk about the day of diagnosis for families. It's always that the, the you can't or you know, you know, never, never happen day because they always tell you all the things that your child's never going to do. They're never going to accomplish. They're never going <clears> to <throat> begins. A lot of folks down a very depressing path that is unnecessary. It doesn't have to be there. Your program is an example of how not only does not have to be there, but the opportunity still exists for all of our children. Um, no matter what their what their situation is. So um, I also I like do, yeah. piggybacking off that, Brian, I like it to tell them, you know, use that that negativity that maybe you've been fed your life and use that as a proof people wrong. You know, I think about like a Jalen Brown on the Celtics, you know, to for a teacher to say you're going to end up in jail uh, and for him to be like the highest paid NBA player currently right now. Um, how many people is he proven wrong? And I guarantee you that teacher who told him, oh, you're going to go to jail. He's thinking about that every single day as he's writing those checks and, and being a superstar. Right. So you never know. hundred percent, hundred percent. A couple of things. I just want to I want to ask the question that that Sean normally asks his audio apparently went out as we were trying to fix the echo today. So I want to ask you this, Brett, and then and then I want to thank a couple of folks as well. Um, we ask this question at the end of the show every day. Our ability to change the world is directly related to our ability to change ourselves. 
So, and you may have answered this at one point uh, last time that you were here, but for you, do you, is there anything of a strong belief or conviction that you once held on to that you no longer believe to be true? No, you know, I, I feel like everything in, in life, the ups and the downs, there's a reason for all of it. Um, you know, I, I feel like there's so many life lessons to be learned. Everything happens at the right time. I feel, you know, the resilience of uh, maybe you want, you know, something to happen at a certain time. Uh, I think everyone needs to understand, and this is something that's echoed with guest speakers, is um, you don't have to have the career by 30. You don't have to have the marriage by 25. You don't have to hit a million dollars by you know, age 50, right? We're all on our own different roads. And um, just know everything happens with due time as long as you stay consistent, positive, and you work hard. Um, I believe anything is truly attainable. And that's something that I always believed when I was young. And I think to find success, uh, it's proven itself to be true. Love that. I love that. And, and I think that you stand for that 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 conviction change over anyways the 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 organization itself is you know don't let anybody tell you that you can't do anything because you can do anything hundred percent yes I can yes I can and that's what I love the 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 organization is called yes I can unity through music and education um, this has been amazing I'm excited about the program I'm excited about the uh, I'm excited about the Good Karma Festival happening in November. Um, I want us to, to mention a couple of really quick things. Um, Billy Footwear has been a big uh, uh, sponsor of ours and, and friend of ours and friend of the show. Um, it does adaptive footwear for folks with uh, disabilities, actually of, of any kind. Just, his story is amazing. Go to billyfootwear.com and check him out. And there's a link that I think, Sean, if you'll put it in the comments, show notes there. If you click on that link, we'll be able to get a 10% discount on all of your stuff. Also, Sean and I have created a men's group, a support group for dads, special uh, caregivers of special needs family members called The Den. We're going to put that in the, in the show notes as well, a Google form to fill out if you're interested in joining The Den. We get together over Zoom every two weeks on a Sunday, uh, Sunday morning. Good way to kind of start the week and, and know that you're not alone at the end of the day. We're, we're, you know, we're all in this together and we're all trying to build. And finding resources like Brett's organization, Yes, I Can, is a perfect example of something that you can share and make a difference in the lives of the people in your life. So um, I want to thank you, Brett. Uh, really, I'm glad you did it. And by the way, the fact that you did this in front of class, thank your students for being such amazing students and giving you this period of time to be with us and, and talk about the program. I'm sorry we couldn't hear the audio on the video, but with the link is on the show notes. If you're getting this after the fact, click on the link and check out the video. It's beautiful and really well done. And um, Without further ado, if you can, uh, Sean, Sean, you can try unmute yourself, Sean. See if you can. We can hear you, Sean. Can you? Maybe Sean can't. There you are. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got gotcha. you. Okay, good. I for whatever reason I can't hear you guys. I have my iPad on and had Facebook on, so I can hear that. So, um, you can give me a nod or not. Did you ask Brett the question? Yeah, you did. That. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, with that said, I just want to thank Brett as well. You know, there's something to be said for um, how we receive things. You know, if you read um, a book or a movie, especially if it has to do with personal development, 
um, for instance, one of the most the seminal book in personal development is considered Think and Grow Rich. It was written in the 30s. I've written, read that book two, maybe three times. Each time I read it, I feel like there are gremlins in my house because there's things in there that I, I was like, I don't remember that being in there. And Brett is the second guest in the last two weeks that mm -hmm. is a return guest and a friend of the show. And I found myself getting information which I know was shared before in a totally different way. I found quest my, myself asking questions. And as I'm asking them, I'm having, having a conversation with myself going, why didn't I ask that before? Why do I not know the answer to that? So, you know, don't ever stop learning. Questions are so much more powerful than statements. We need to be more childlike and less childish. If we retain that innocence that we have when we're as close to perfect when we come into this world, it would be so much of a better place. And just remember, there is not really so much of a thing about special needs. Everybody needs the same thing, needs to be heard, needs to be seen. We need to be loved and we need to know that, we're, that we matter. We might need special accommodations and mechanisms by which to get those things, but we all need each other. And um, to everyone within the sound of my voice, including our producer, uh, Sean Hall, who's in Hawaii um, and takes care of our graphics from there. If you're watching us, if you're hearing us, we love you. Thank you. We love you. Empathy and love always, everybody. Thank you again, Brett. We love you. Thank you so much. Don't go anywhere. Uh, thanks again for watching another episode of Just Two Dads.